Hey, uh, just a quick disclaimer here. Uh, we at Paradigm Perspective swear a lot. And say Sex jokes. Say some inappropriate shit. So uh, if that bothers you, you probably shouldn't listen to us. Just saying. Just saying. It's like it's like you're a, you're a little butterfly who just gets so offended so easily. A little butterfly. Yes. Don't don't be a butterfly. Don't be a snowflake. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Paradigm Perspective, a podcast where an elder millennial and their teenage Gen Z daughter talk about things in the world. Uh, I'm Elo Rickle, and this is my, I am the elder millennial in this uh, situation. This is my teenage Gen Z daughter, Chloe Richardson. Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, so we got this idea uh, to start this podcast, I don't know, what was it, like a month ago? Yeah, I think. Wait, where did it come from? Where did we get the idea from? Uh, oh, because we were recording you on a song. Yeah. We and were we were bullshitting, and it was like, oh, this is funny. What if we made a podcast like this? <laughs> so, yeah, here we are. Uh, so the whole point of this podcast is kind of like to get the perspective shift of my generation. I'm 37, just to put it out there. Uh, and my I'm daughter is. I'm 15. She is 15. Uh, she's not like the rest of you Gen Z. I'm not like other Gen Z. Yes, I'm just isn't that what every Gen Z fucking says? <laughs> I'm not like other Gen Zs. I'm not like people my age. I'm just so quirky. Yeah, well <laughs> you're definitely quirky with your purple hair over there. Uh, so we put this podcast together with the idea to kind of compare perspectives. And um, we had something interesting happen this week, wouldn't you say, Chloe? Uh, I mean, it's a concert. It's <laughs> a concert, yes. Yeah. So uh, we went to see uh, Cave-In, which is one of my old favorite bands from back in the day, back in the day, from like back when I used to have swoopy hair and uh, wear a lot of eyeliner and really tight T-shirts, and now I'm doing it again. But oh that's yeah, and your weird arm, so arm sock thing. No, it, th this was pe this was post arm socks phase, okay? And you're fucking uh, neckties on your fucking shirt. Yeah, well, you know, if you knew about Avril Lavigne and the punk scene in the late '90s, that was in, okay? I don't, I, I am not to be judged for the terrible fashion of the late 90s, early 2000s, I was just a byproduct, okay? It was <laughs> really cringe. I don't give a shit what you think is cringe. Uh, I think a lot of your friends are fucking cringe. You don't, you barely even see my friends. Okay, well, maybe not your friends, but the people that could be your friends, the potential your friends. But not here. So anyway, we went and saw Caven and Author and Punisher and Royal Graves, which is a local band that we missed um, <laughs> <laughs> because we did not get there in time. Um, so anyway, yeah, we went to see Caven, uh, and we saw Author and Punisher, which was pretty cool, and I guess we're gonna talk about, uh, how we felt in the concert or whatever, so I guess I'll start with my history with Caven. Um, Caven was one of those bands that I got into in college with your mother, uh, because it was like, they were around Converge, which is another one of your favorite bands, because because of me. Thank you. You're welcome uh, <laughs> for good musical taste. And uh, so, yeah, they were they were started as a hardcore band and then they turned into a progressive space rock band uh, after two albums. And then they turned into an alternative space rock band on a major label. 
and everybody hated them for like three years. And then they kind of became an amalgamation of all of those styles. And then everybody went off to do a bunch of other projects. Uh, and then recently, they a couple years ago, Caleb, the bass player, when they were going to record a new album, got into a fatal car accident. So they were no nobody knew if Caven was going to gonna be around after that because their last album was Final Transmission. Everyone's like, "Well, that's Caven. Where well, they're fucking done." Um, but then a couple years later, they got together and recorded this new album, which is c- entitled Heavy Pendulum. Go check it out on every streaming service available. It's fucking amazing. I think it's the I best. I work. like I like the album. Yes, uh, and uh, you know that's coming. That's saying something. Be conscientious of your mic placement. Okay. That's the only thing I can see so far. You got to keep your mic like right here. It's your buddy. It's your kissing buddy. Yes. (laughs) I'm totally keeping that in. (laughs) I'm cutting some of this out, but I'm keeping that in for sure. You kissing the mic. So anyway, um, and then we saw also Author and Punisher, which is a band Ricky got me into a few years ago, which I say the word band loosely because it's one man who uh, builds MIDI controllers that look like machine parts and makes uh, angry... It's like Nine Inch Nails run through a sexy, angry modem. You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) So those are the two acts we saw. That's my history uh, with them. You know, I've loved Caven for a long time. It was really awesome to see Stephen Brodsky live, which is the lead singer of Caven and Mutoid Man, among other things. Um, What what was your take on Caven before you went to the show? Um, it was a band my dad liked, and it was connected with Converge, which is a band that I like. And I just really wanted to go to a c- another concert because I really liked the Converge one. Well, yeah, and plus that was one of your favy favies. Uh, also, I d- forgot to mention that uh, Nate Newstead, who is the bass player for Converge, is also now the permanent bass player for Caven, which is the connection that you mentioned. Uh, and boy, is he a good bass player. Uh, so yeah, let's, I guess, <coughs> talk about, uh, well, we, we, we went with my friend Becca, uh, which, um, was mildly annoying. It's one of those situations where you invite somebody to a show and I've had these before and then you go and you're like going to ride with them and then like you get to their house and they're like not even dressed and you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? No, she wasn't even there. Yeah, she wasn't even there. <laughs> and then she just like came and was like, hey, guys, what's up? Anyways, uh, I'm going to start talking for the next 30 minutes. Yeah. And well, not get ready. That I mean, you know, I, I know who Becca is. I, I know uh, what kind of. I know Becca. So uh, that wasn't a surprise to me, but it was a little bit annoying because it was like I wouldn't have minded seeing the opening band. I, I was OK missing the opening band. That doesn't mean that, like, I wanted to miss the opening band, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, uh, plus my uh, ex-girlfriend, your ex-stepmom went, which was an interesting bit. To, but I'm not gonna yeah. get into all that. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we kind of were cutting it close there, getting to the show on time. We basically walked in the door as Author and Punisher was starting the first song, which I gotta say, I was a little doubtful of Becca, but I could not have had a better you know timing of walking in right so why don't you tell them what happened at the door oh, yeah all right so there was like this dude at the front who like asked you like if you're drinking or not that's called a bouncer bouncer yeah, yeah whatever uh and he he asked you first and then he was 
Like, and what about you? And I'm like, oh, I'm a minor. <laughs> so I want a precursor this, <laughs> which I know that you were tickled pink as you told literally everybody and their brother about that. But you also had just gotten um, your hair dyed the day before, all purple, which I will say makes you look much more mature. I don't know if it makes you look 21 mature. Plus, uh, for those who don't know, my daughter is what they call gothic. She <laughs> likes to wear the blacks uh, and uh, like uh, the black clothing. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the black clothing and the black lipstick. Yes. I'm wearing purple lipstick right now, but... Yeah, I, okay. Well, black in, in shade, that's, that, that's like Batman, you know what I mean? I only build it in shades of black and very, very dark gray. So I think it's acceptable. And purple. Oh, and purple. Okay, well, Batman, I mean, there has been some purple Batman costumes in the past. Was there? A little bit of purple, yeah. I'll, I'll show you some comics. I keep trying to show you some fucking Batman comics, and you don't want to. I don't read comics. Well, yeah. Or at least American. You read, yeah, you read manga, <laughs> but you won't read a Batman comic? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> What would Robert Pattinson think with his hot abs? He'd be so disappointed in you. I'm sorry, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll make sure to tag him in this on every platform just so he knows that you apologize for not reading the Batman comics that hit the movie he stars on or based on. That's something we're definitely going to make happen. Um, Please don't. Huh? Please don't. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have any social media. No, I don't. Which we'll get into uh, in another episode because I'm sure that is probably going to mystify the five people I that hear this podcast. I have the weird uh, app called iFunny and I have Pinterest. You mean the Russian spyware app? Yes. <laughs> Wait, Pinterest or iFunny? iFunny. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. They stood with Ukraine, so who knows? Well, I don't have it on my phone anymore, so they're going to get all of your non-PIN numbers and, and bank accounts you don't have. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> so, it's okay. Just watch the TikTok ones, because they'll start brainwashing you. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's talk about Author and Punisher, because they were on first. What were some of the things that stood out to you about that act? Machine. <laughs> okay. So, a little background. This guy... He he has like a history in robotics, and he programs all his music. But he also has these like like MIDI controllers that he makes out of like pipes and stuff that look like little machine parts that like trigger parts of the music. So it's it's kind of this like really interesting show. Uh, one thing I noticed right off the bat is he had a guitar player with him. Yeah, uh, I was like, I thought it was one dude. Why is there a guitar player? Which I um, can say, if you've heard the new album, which is called Crueler, out on all streaming platforms now. That's Author and Punisher, if you guys want to check it. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, well, the new album is a big shift for him, musically speaking, because his old stuff was very ambient and very harsh and droney, and this album is much more song-driven. And there's a lot of guitar on the new album, kind of like Devin Townsend-esque when I played it for Matt, which... <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time, and I know you have zero ideas who the fuck Devin Townsend is. Who? Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm sure most people don't know who Devin Townsend is. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think that was a good move because I feel like those songs wouldn't have been nearly as good to watch live if there wasn't a dude flailing his long hair around playing guitar to them. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I really think that this... I mean, I, I thought a big thing that stood out to me about his show was the... 
the preciseness of the lighting and timing with his music. The lighting that would like flash different colors. Oh yeah. And it was like all in time with the music in different parts of the song. So it was kind of like taking you through this whole experience. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh yeah, th- he was good though. I don't think he was nearly as loud as Caven was. No, even even still, we still wore ear. Plugs. Yes, I b- we wore ear protection this time, which was definitely a solid move. Uh, because the last two shows I went to, I did not, and boy, did I notice afterwards. Uh, and I've been to a lot of shows without ear protection. So remember, peeps, always bring your earplugs, because that shit is loud. And you don't want to be old and deaf. Like you. I'm only like a quarter deaf. Like, I'm partial deaf. Like, I could. I listen, I, I'm still not deaf enough to be able to produce music. Uh, so, yeah, Author and Punisher. That was uh, an interesting show, an interesting bit. He was on, what, like 40 minutes, something like that. And then, uh, then we went outside to have a smoke break. Oh, yeah, the crazy lady. Oh, yeah, the crazy lady. So, I so there was like this whole, there was like this uh, drugged up or drunk lady. I, I think it was a little phone. bit of everything, honestly. Like <laughs> on a little bit of everything. And she was all like walking around. She was like flailing around and like. She was like, so this place has no reentry. So I had like an outdoor smoking porch. So this woman is like pacing like a dog in front of the fence. Like staring people down, staring motherfuckers down, like just mumbling. Was she like talking to us before we went inside? She was talking to everybody. She said anybody that locked eyes with her, she was like, "What the fuck are you doing there? But what is this place? A fucking abbey?" You're like throwing shit around. So yeah, she started throwing stuff. Oh, she did. Yeah, that's why we went inside. She threw a fucking cup. And then and then uh, Becca was like, "Let's go inside. Let's go inside." And Becca said to me when we walked in, I said, that bitch throws something and hits Chloe. I'm going to throw hands. I said, I got to get out of that shit. <laughs> She's very empathic, so she was definitely sensing the crazy. So, yeah, we had we we definitely had a drugged-up homeless person experience in Orlando. Luckily, it was on the other side of a gate, you know, instead of, like, coming at us for some cash, which I did have a crackhead later uh, hit me up for cash at the 7-Eleven. But Orlando. You know, it's 7-Eleven. And it's Orlando. <laughs> and it was, like, downtown Orlando, too. So, you know, that's, that's like, the prime position. So, anyways, um, yeah, Author and Punisher, they were pretty good. We went outside. We got, And then we got some merch, which was a typical merch experience. He's wearing his. I'm not wearing mine. No, you wore yours yesterday, didn't you? Or no, it wasn't yesterday. It was a Wednesday. Yeah, I had to work Wednesday, so I couldn't wear my new shirt. And I wore it for like literally an hour yesterday, so I'm going to wear it again. It's got a tank on it. It's got it's like the album art, but cool. It says Author and Punisher. So I wanted to support Author and Punisher because he's like a lot smaller act. Chloe got the, c- the Cave-In album shirt, which is uh, pretty cool. Let's talk about the fact that they never have fucking girl sizes for a second. No, they don't have woman sizes. What? What is with that? Why do they not? You, I, I, it's like bands. You know, chicks go to your shows, bro. Let's at least have like one woman size or like a junior size. It's like that episode of uh, Two Minutes to Late Night. It's like, <laughs> what? What? Uh, what size do you wear? Medium. He's like, we got extra, extra large and dog size. It's <laughs> like, I'll take the extra, extra large. At least they could sleep in it. <laughs> <laughs> But like, what what is that? Like, I, I've I've rarely been to a show where a band has like chick shirts. 
that you mean that you went to one where they do have woman sized shirts? Some of them, yeah. Depends on the artist, I guess. I mean, I have I'm wearing the Converge one, and this is like a s- small and men's. Yeah. Well, and that one's been through the wash a few times. It's pretty snu- it snugged up a little bit. It didn't used to be that. Smooth. I think the Caven one's just a little bit bigger. But hey, it's very soft. High quality shirts. Very soft. They better be for twenty five and thirty dollars. <laughs> but that's okay. We're supporting the artist. So then, so then Caven. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Caven. Uh, <laughs> I don't have much to say. Well, that's okay. Like, it was. Uh, for me, it was pretty awesome. They played a lot of stuff that I wanted. Of course, they played a lot of new stuff, which the guy, author and Punisher only played new stuff. He only played stuff from the new album. N- and he has like six other albums, which was really interesting that he didn't play any of the old stuff. But I guess he's really trying to keep that new sound moving, which I agree. I, I think it's a good direction for it. But anyway, Kevin. So they played a bunch of old favorites. They played two of the old, 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 old hardcore songs. And then, uh, oh, yeah. So now Nate, Nate, the bass player, uh, threw his back out before the show because they're like, you know, in their 40s and 50s now because they were like in their 20s and 30s when I was in college, you know. Um, and then what was that? What I forget what song it was. It was one of the old hardcore songs where he was like, listen, from one dusty old fuck to all you dusty old fucks out there. Uh, if you said to yourself before the show, if they play blah, 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 I forget the name of the song. I'm going to fucking tear shit down. You're not. You're not going to tear it down. You're you're you're, you're going to sit there and you you're going to hold your drink up and you're going to go and you're going to watch and go that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. You know, cuz like let me tell you, I threw my fucking back out before this show, bro. I'm sitting there laying on the ground like fuck. <laughs> so you can tell too. He the whole time he did look. Vi- he was like not moving a lot, and he was very l- uncomfortable looking too, because he's kind of like hunched over, you know. <coughs> oh, you were totally fanboying. I have a video of you just like, ah, well, just like I going wild. I just like listen. I go to shows to stand in my corner and dance, man. Like I, that's what I want to do at shows, man. I want to sit there and listen to the songs that I've been listening to for the last three months every day. And dance around. So I enjoyed my show experience. Uh, so they played the one song you know and love. Well, yeah. two. Two songs. Two, yeah. What two songs did they play that you liked? Uh, I liked uh, Floating Skulls and I forgot the other. Wavering Angel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, wa- I was f- fucking dying there at the end because I decided to wear my platforms which have like which have like a kind of like heel not a kind of heel it's like a five inch fucking platform at the butt okay it's like that but also my foot is like roof it's like held up like a heel so uh, I was just standing there for like hours with my foot like that and it was like fucking killing my feet and my back so at the end of the show I just like sat up against the, I just sat down ag- against the wall and it's like oh my god yeah it's a good thing it was a chill show that you were able to do that because if it was the Converge show you would not have been able to do that so you learned a valuable lesson at this show wear comfortable fucking shoes which I did tell you <coughs> I did tell you 
Okay, but like my dogs wouldn't have cocooed with the dress. Okay. It's fashion father. Fashion father? I know. I don't know anything about that shit. Uh, not not true. I know a little bit about that shit. So yeah, Caveman was fucking awesome. They put on a killer show. Uh, they came out with a good encore. Uh, let me ask. So, for me, the overall experience, I had a good time, and uh, Becca seemed to have a good time, even though her shoe shoe was fucking up and she <coughs> wasn't feeling well. Uh, and she didn't even know the band. She's never even heard them before. Then she was just like, "I will go to the show, sure, fuck it." Which was like, I love those type of people. They're just like, I don't know what type of music it is, but I'll go. Which is cool. You know, she listens to everything. For me, I thought it was really great to see Caven, but uh, I'll tell you one thing. There wasn't, like, a ton, a ton of people there, which... No, it was definitely wasn't a lot of people compared to uh, Converge, where the whole place was packed, and I held on to uh, you and Z. Yeah, not to mention we were, like, right next to a pretty fierce mosh pit. That mosh pit was a medium, a medium violence mosh pit, for sure. Um... I got elbowed in the titty <laughs> by you. Well, I got pushed over by somebody falling on me, so I'm sorry uh, that I touched your breast. <laughs> you you don't know how uh how t- destructive and painful it is to get elbowed in the titty, or just have anything happen to the titty. I don't. T- t- titties titties are sensitive. I don't know. I mean, I got titties, but my titties are man titties, so they're different. (laughs) Actually, I'm turning them into pectorals. I'm working on my pectorals. My huge pectoral muscles. Uh, Peter Lord. Like, getting elbowed in the titty, it's like getting kicked in the balls. I don't think so, but you can keep believing that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that that's, like, actually a comparative amount of pain. All my woman out there. Tell this man he's wrong and how painful it is to get elbowed in the titty. Well, I'm not saying that it's not painful to get elbowed, but you have not been kicked in the balls, so therefore I you don't have balls. Exactly. So you don't know. You don't know what we're talking about here. All my boys out there, <laughs> you know what it's like to get hit in the boys. You've fallen <laughs> off a bike at least once in your life. To all those, to all those smashed boys out there, <laughs> let's have a moment of silence, okay? <laughs> oh my God! Hold on, hold on. You're breaking the moment of silence. <laughs> shh, shh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but let me ask you. So, as somebody who has now been a minor at two shows of a bunch of that have a bunch of thirty-something dudes at it, like, had like. How, does it feel weird to like kind of be like a younger generation at a show of people that are probably an older generation watching? Uh, yeah, a little bit because <laughs> it's just like I feel like people look at me and they're all like, "Go, why is a fifteen-year-old here?" Well, first <laughs> off, they think you're twenty-one already, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Sorry. that's that might be you projecting a little. You know what I mean? But I mean, like. You know, I, I'm sure it is a little bit weird because there's a lot of dudes that were like my age at that show. I'm, you know, even though I don't particularly look my age, a lot of those dudes definitely looked my age. You know, or the or you know, guys that dragged their girlfriends along that were not nearly as interested in this show. Oh yeah, I saw a lot of people like that. Like <laughs> just like they're like, I'm gonna go get a drink, <laughs> and you're like, yo, yo, whatever, babe. Fuck Kevin, man. <laughs> Now, there was a couple chicks. The chick I was standing next to, she was dancing to every song. 
And she was singing along too. I saw her. Oh, she's a fan, definitely. Wait, Another which one was it? The the black girl was standing next to me. Did you see her? The one against the wall with us. Oh yeah, those two. Yeah. So you know, I mean, uh, not that like there's a sex m- music or anything, but like you know, that was that was a hardcore band, the scene band, a lot. You know, I, well, your mom probably would have liked to have gone to that show, but she had to work and everything. Yeah. Also, she has uh, Samuel. Yeah, well, she had decided to have a baby. That's you know what happens when you have a baby. But uh, anyway, uh, where are we at? Wow, we're almost at thirty minutes. Look at that shit. Wow. Cut that down to twenty minutes. We'll be golden. Golden. All right. Like so the microphone <laughs> in my hand. Yeah, you got the Daft Punk microphone. She's got the gold, and I've got the silver. So I'm uh. I don't know which one's which. I'm the silver helmet Daft Punk, and then she's the uh, gold one. And then we're gonna we're gonna definitely sing uh, "Work It Harder, Better, Faster" on the next podcast. I got a I got a vocoder. We could make it happen. Can we do around the world? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The answer is absolutely yes. It would be funny if we made our our, our intro song sound a lot like around the world but just have our name paradigm <laughs> paradigm perspective <laughs> that would not work at all no uh yeah so as of right now the theme song is not written but it will be by the time this is posted so yeah um overall it's a pretty cool show uh I don't know if there's a lot of comparison here but you know we got it done hopefully yeah. you guys enjoyed listening to us i i i don't think i'm gonna enjoy listening to us later when i have to edit this but uh <laughs> oh no, and i won't be there either i'll be at mom's exactly so. um so i guess we're gonna try to do these every two weeks or so whenever you are over here with the 50 50 custody <laughs> and we'll try to pick something a little more relevant to your side. Maybe you can come up with a topic. Yes. And then we'll, because uh, I came up with it. Maybe that would be a good way to do it, too. You come up with a topic one week, and I'll come up with a topic the next one, and we'll switch yeah. off. And then, uh, I'm, already, I'm already thinking of ideas. Yeah. Well, maybe you should stop wiggling the mic when you talk, too. Oh! <laughs> I, d- I move around a lot. The mic needs to move with you. That needs to be your buddy. That needs to be your little floaty buddy. I just like move around a lot. I know. You uh, get w- it? It's part of my made-up mental illness. <laughs> oh, that's something I should just talk. Oh, we could talk about. Oh man, I don't know. Y- we have two weeks. Well, you know, like a week and a half. So like Gen Z, uh, t- giving themselves mental illnesses. Oh man, I mean, we could just talk about. We could just talk about people in general doing that because it ain't just Gen Z. I, I got news for people. you, sister. Huh? Uh, yeah, but that's like the lot that does it. I see like these videos of like on YouTube of just these Gen Z people on TikTok faking like disorders or mental illnesses or like romanticizing them. Well, we could get. You're about to, par- to like pop into a whole new podcast at the end of our other podcast. So save oh. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> save that good, 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 good content. Maybe next time we can actually have some notes, too, and not completely fucking wing it like we did this time. Oh, yeah, we totally winged it. That's okay, though. It's our first episode, and there's going to be five people that listen to this. All right. All right. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Thank I'll you. probably edit this and get it posted later in the week. Uh, Got to research on how to get podcasts posted on the Internet. Um, 
So, yeah, real prepared for this one. Yeah, very prepared. This is just something that we... Let's make a podcast. Okay. Yeah, so hopefully uh, you enjoyed us rambling, and we'll see you next time here. Wait, let me do my podcast voice. Hold on. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. And we'll, uh, this is uh, Elo Rickle, and over here we got uh, Chloe Richardson. Ah, uh, yes, the Chloe Richardson. And, and uh, yeah, well, uh, thank you for listening. And should put rain sounds in the background. <laughs> 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 this has been uh, Paradigm Perspective. So go fuck yourselves. Go fuck oh. yourself, titties. Ba- balls. Balls. <laughs>